Welcome to the Messy Mind Podcast, a show to support you in seeing entrepreneurship isn't always a straight line to get to your light bulb moments. I'm your host, Tammy L. Davis. I am back. After taking a much needed break, I decided to just step away and really connect with all the elements that I talked about in previous episodes regarding self-care. There are moments where you just really need to be present and say, you know what, I need a break. So I've had my break, I'm back, and I'm so excited to continue with the Budding Entrepreneur series. So in this episode, I wanna share my experience with growing my business and using the opportunities that I had from a financial standpoint. So in other words, I wanna share with you my experience of gaining capital. Last week, I was reading an article in Forbes entitled, Black Female Founded Companies Needed Funding, Not Accelerators or Incubators. Based on this title, I, of course, was intrigued and even said aloud to myself, that is the truth. I cannot even tell you or count the number of emails, invitations, notices of new incubators forming. If I'd like to be a part of an incubator community, if I'd like to be a part of the next incoming cohort for an accelerator, there is an absolute purpose for this level of mentorship and community. However, in my experience, many of my fellow CEOs, black female entrepreneurs have been in business for many years. We already have advanced degrees and what we truly need is capital to expand our businesses. Christine Michelle Carter, the author of the article, did a brilliant job of highlighting what and how black female entrepreneurs helped stimulate America's economy during the time of financial crisis. So just between 2007 and 2009, we helped stabilize the economy during the recovery and also added 1.8 million jobs between 2007 and 2012. While education is offered to black female entrepreneurs on how to start, grow, and sustain a business, we still lack the effortless ease of capital or really lack the effortless ease to access capital. It was a shock to me when I discovered that 61% of black women must self-fund their companies. What shocked me was the percentage I know I did. I had $2,700 to start, and that was just for the business formation of the LLC uh, to get a tax ID number with the IRS and the applicable application and filing fees with the state, along with opening up a business checking account with the small amount I had left over just from the formation expenses. Blessfully, I had about three months of savings uh, stashed away prior to starting the business, along with a spouse who had, at the time, a very successful, prosperous construction company. As my first consulting payment, I didn't even receive it for 60 days after I signed the contract. Now, I will put a link of the article in the show notes, and I really do recommend setting aside a few minutes uh, to read it. Yet at this point, I want to pivot and share my experiences with gating capital, what I needed in order to expand next level. 
First, in the form of a line of credit with Bluevine, and then my experience with receiving PPP funds with the CARES Act. So in 2019, actually 2018, my first experience or my initial experience with Blue my initial experience with Bluevine was challenging. The level of documentation we needed to provide to obtain a line of credit was almost as if we were purchasing a home and the initial line of credit amount that I was requesting was only $70,000. I remember being in tears speaking to my Bluevine account manager at the time who told me I wouldn't be able to take a draw for payroll because I needed one additional level of verification. Now, this is after we had already provided volumes of documentation, and I'm not exaggerating. It really could have been a mini book. At this time, I needed to pay five consultants that week, and I really was panicked. By the time I spoke to the head of underwriting, I had a full-blown breakdown. It was no wonder the man could understand the words that were coming from my mouth as tears streamed down my face. Yet, I got the right one that day as he approved the draw and I never had another experience of them asking for a verification request. Reflecting on my initial interactions with Bluevine and that account manager, I really do understand. The number of fraudulent companies is astonishing and now I understand that all Bluevine wanted to do was to make sure that next level my consulting business was legit that we had clients, that we had viable contracts to repay any draws we needed to take against the line for payroll. Again, that initial experience occurred in 2018 and through the years, we have developed an amazing relationship with Bluevine. I highly recommend them for financing. And if you would like more information on how to apply to financing and how to submit a solid application package with them, please don't hesitate to contact me. I'll be happy to support. Now let's shift to the PPT program in which we were 2% of the black owned businesses who received loans, first round and second round. Now, before I get to my experience, let me just say 2% again, only 2% of black businesses received PPP loans. I'm truly still trying to wrap my head around that number. Now, the SBA did not require businesses to identify race on the loan applications. However, of the 14% of businesses that did disclose their race, again, 2% of Black-owned businesses received the loan. Now, I understand that the data is only as good as it is disclosed, and the number, of course, may be higher, yet based on my experience, I believe the number would still be low. It's all about relationships, correct? Now, my approach was, since I had been a PNC customer for the past 15 years, they were my first choice in applying for the loan. I submitted a, our PPP application via their PNC portal in April of 2020, and in three weeks, I received an email requesting more information and more documentation regarding our application. At this time, or this was a time in which the funding was diminished in round one. So I received a notification that PNC wouldn't be able to process our application. So then I went to option number two, Bluevine. As soon as round two funding was available, Bluevine processed and approved our application in a matter of hours of our documentation submission. By the time the next round 
of funding was released earlier this year, Bluevine supported us again, and the application documentation and verification process was seamless. My point in sharing these examples, these two examples, is the power of relationship, especially if you are a black female business owner. While we had accounts with PNC, I had no relationships. With Bluevine at the time, I had spoke with my account manager every month over those over these last three years, and we have developed a solid relationship that continues to grow. I do believe that my experiences with obtaining financing is not an anomaly, but there are actions that I took to ensure my best chances. There were two. Action number one. I've said this before, and it's worth repeating the power of relationship. If you haven't already set up a phone call, a, a in-person meeting, or even a virtual meeting with key decision makers at your bank, start to build and manage those relationships now so that when a financial desire arises, you already know who to go to for support. They know you, and more importantly, they know your business. Action number two, be methodical with your documentation. Now, my husband calls me a super sleuth because I can find anything. He also knows how calculated I am with paperwork and documentation. My online repositories, paper, and again, also electronically are drooled over and the systems that I have in place to find historical data truly does deserve awards. But seriously, one of the reasons why the process with Bluevine was so seamless is because I was quickly, I was able to quickly access the documentation they requested and it was presented in a professional, easy to read, follow format. You may be a one person show or even have a small team, but how you organize and present your documentation should parallel a multi-million dollar organization with the hundreds of employees. Action number three, follow up, follow up, follow up. This does tie to action number one, again, the power of relationships. But what we did was as soon as we submitted our, our application with Bluevine of the PPT, even also when we got our initial line of credit, it was follow-up. So I submitted it. I gave them five days to receive the information, and then I'm on the phone calling, along with sending a follow-up email. Did you receive the documentation? Did you have any other additional questions? Is there anything that I can support you with? Did anything come up that you needed clarification for? So action number three is follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. Just because you get the email confirmation that they may have received your documentation, through submission, you still want to speak to a live person. You want to start, again, building those relationships that they received everything that they needed. And we continue to follow up until we got approval for the initial line of credit and until we got approval for the PPP loan, even though it was quick. So again, action number one, the power of relationship. Action number two, be methodical with your documentation. And action number three, follow up, follow up, follow up. Stay the course until you know they have everything they need in order to make their final decision. As a budding entrepreneur and even as a veteran entrepreneur, I really hope that you 
took heed to the action steps that we took. I hope you found value in our experience with obtaining capital and we'll continue to do so as we grow our business. And I hope that these little nuggets of information will support you as well in growing yours. Thank you for joining us this time on the Messy Mind Podcast. Please visit our website at themessymindpod.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate a rating on Apple Podcast or simply tell a friend about the show. Always remember to embrace the messiness of entrepreneurship. It can lead to your light bulb moments. <laughs>